Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Join me tonight. We got Devin. Devin always bringing that energy. What's up? And we got Rob. Hey, guys. It's me. How is it? I'm probably tied for most tired right now, and I have the most energy. Uh... I have a lot of energy. I just not in a position where I can like yell. That's fair. Yeah, you're moved in with a buddy now, huh? Closer to work. With a buddy, his wife, their three kids. Yep. How's that been? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love all the kids. I've always loved the kids. They're they're my god kids. And and how's work? How's the new job? Works. Works good. Work is good. Uh, people haven't really done it yet. People have asked me if it's law enforcement or what, and I said, I think it's like corrections. That is a correct statement, yes. So, uh, what is your actual job title? Corrections officer. That's it? Just just a corrections officer? That is my actual job title, yes. Alrighty. And tomorrow you're getting tased? Yes. First thing in the morning. It's 6 7 in the morning. Oh, man. But what if it really, like, fucks you up, like, for the day? Nah, it's not possible. Sorry. All right. Did they say if you could videotape it? I can videotape it, but I will not get the I will not get the video evidence of it because it's not supposed to go up on social media. I won't get the video evidence of it until I'm at least a couple of weeks or months in. So when I get it, I will show you Rob privately. But, okay. So you but, will, yeah. so you can you can like send it to a friend or something. I can send it. I just not supposed to go up on like social media. It's for you to like show to people, but you're not, yeah. you're not supposed to go up on social media. But, All right. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, Devin. I like I'm I'm excited to see you get tased. Like I mean, getting tased is not really that bad. Like I mean, because like so if you look at like what tased I've tased a couple tased. people before, and, and they weren't too thrilled with me. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> I'm not sure if we had the quality of taser you guys have. All tasing, well, it depends on the type of tase, right? There's multiple kinds. Like if you're talking like our stun cuff or like the contact tase, yeah, that hurts like a bitch. Like it's it's not fun. That hurts like a mofo. But if you're actually, like, tasing to stop someone, so, like, cattle prod-style tasers hurt like a bitch because it's just a quick arcing volt that hurts like a bitch. Um, if you're talking about, yeah, like... It feels like a really tasers, gnarly rubber band snap. Yeah, if you're talking about, like... The, I guess the kind that's on, like, our stun cuffs. So, like, if you... If you're going to, like, quarter somebody up there, you're getting stun cuffs and whatever, but anyway... 
But um, no, the like an actual taser taser, like actual like shootout barbed tasers. Uh, all it does is your brain sends electrical signals and tells your muscles to move. All it does is just basically interrupt those signals and tell and sends a signals telling your brain to freeze and lock up. So your body just all your muscles tense up. So wait, are, about, are the tase that you're getting is it the gun one where it shoots out the little barbs and they stick into you? They're not doing that one for two reasons. One, um, the, those cartridges are twenty-seven dollars a piece, and they don't want to spend that much money. Two, um, two, pulling out the barbs are a bitch because they're literally double. It's like a they're like uh, double barbed fit, like fishing line or like fishing hooks, like double barbed fishing hooks that when they go in. So you literally have to just hold the skin down, twist, and then yank them out, and you have this giant hole in your skin for a minute. So they don't want to do that. Because it's not necessary, so we're getting the alligator clips. One to the, I think, back of the neck, and one to the, uh, like the ankle. Jeez. For alligator clips, but yeah, it's I mean, it's fun. It's fine. I'm I'm down with it. All right. Yep. Yeah. Well, so we're talking about what lock and key today. Today we are talking about lock and key. So. And then I, gonna knew make nothing, decide on something. I knew nothing about this going in. So Rob's just forcing you to watch stuff. Is that what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. Well, this one was actually my mom's idea. When we went out to lunch on St. Paddy's Day, my mom had asked if, if we had seen this Netflix show called Lock and Key. And Rob had. I hadn't. Yeah, uh, I've seen it a while ago. It was good. And, actually, when it first came out in 20, God, 2018, I think yeah. it came out in there. And... So my mom was my mom was super excited. She thought she thought Stephen King had a hand in writing it, uh, and then she's like, "I think he made a cameo in it, so he had to have been part of it." I was like, "No, nah, I don't think he is." Uh, and then so we got home and we started watching it, and uh, <clears throat> going through, I did not see Stephen King. I saw Stephen King nowhere in any of the credits. But my mom was so sure that she did. And she told me the exact scene that she thought she saw him in. So I went and I looked it up. And I I did a little bit of research. And the cameo is the ambulance driver at the end. Who is putting Rufus in the ambulance. Uh, And he is one of the writers uh, of the comic book. Um, his name is Joe Hill, and Joe Hill is, in fact, Stephen King's son. So, my mom was on the right track, but wrong member of the family. Yes, Joe Hill, yeah. I mean, the comic book is actually really good in general. I, I've read the, well, the graphic novel. Yeah, I have not read the graphic novel. I didn't even know. The graphic novel is really cool. It, it's really good. I, I really enjoy the graphic novel. Um... It does have. There's a lot more keys in the graphic novel, at least as of right now. Um, well, I, I know that this is scheduled around. to have so, a second season. Finally, after so, I gave up, like I, I didn't. Is that I didn't stop not caring about this show. But one of the reasons why I didn't recommend this show is because originally when it first came out, like I saw it when it first came out, I didn't recommend it for an issue because originally it didn't get a. It didn't get a second season. And actually, it had a TV pilot back in 2011. Um, and 
it never got picked up then. They shopped it around a couple times. It didn't get picked up back in 2011, and then they made it for Netflix for in 2020, early 2020, uh, February of 2020, so a year ago. And usually with Netflix stuff, like, if you don't hear, because this is all airs at the same time, if you don't hear, like, a second season come within the first couple of months of a show, it's just kind of usually not happening. But, um... Yeah, like no, like they just sat on it and then recently recently just announced it that there's gonna be a second season. So I was like I was surprised. But yeah, no, I mean I enjoyed it a lot. Um and then be, I guess it really picked up some steam because it's already actually already renewed for a third season too. Oh really? Yep. Netflix announced the series is renewed for a second season. Um and so in, in March of Yep. So yeah, so Mar- so yeah, it was announced in March 2020 getting a second season. And then they canceled. Apparently, they canceled the second season. And then they re-shelved it and they re-announced it again as getting a second season, and then which is coming out in 2021. And then also in December of 2020, they said it was getting a third season. So it has three three seasons coming out, which is cool. Okay. Yeah, no, Lock and Key was. I really enjoyed the show overall. I mean, we we can get into a breakdown. I really enjoyed the show. I think it's pretty. It was definitely pretty cool. Um, they did kind of cut some stuff out from the graphic novel, but it was terrible. Like I, it was enjoyable for what it was for sure. Uh, I really, I now, really enjoyed it. Okay. I think it was a solid so, one. Before we get into it too much, we are. I'm going to preface this like we always do with spoilers ahead. If you haven't yep. seen the show and you don't want to listen to it yet, go watch the show. It's only ten episodes on Netflix. Come back, listen to the episode. Uh, if you have not seen the graphic novel or read the graphic novel, we might touch upon a few things from the graphic novel. Um. So. If, if we do, it won't be much because yeah, it's mainly which, from yeah. my memory, which I, I, I my memory sucks right now. But so. uh, just to to warn you further, anything we talk about in the graphic novel could be spoilers for the second and third seasons, which are not even out yet. Just because things that happen in the novel, graphic novel, could happen in those future seasons. Well, so. I know the only thing that I'm I'm curious about as far as is first if Devin can explain any of the differences from the not from the graphic novel to the show like if there's any like glaring differences the only other thing that i want to talk about are some of the additional keys that are mm. in the graphic novel yeah. that yeah aren't well that's in the show yet that's what i mean those yeah. keys could show up in future seasons so it might be a slight spoiler to hear what they do and yeah well so. if, if the listeners don't want to hear it before I go over the keys, I will tell you, and you can skip ahead about five minutes. So. There is Matilda, that mouthy Nazi bitch. We love her. Um, so with that being said, so the the show starts. Okay, so the show starts off with the. With a lady getting essentially a, a giving getting a phone call or, or or making a phone call to a friend about uh, Randall Locke uh, passing away or being killed, and this guy marches into his house, opens up a safe, scatters a bunch of paperwork on the de- on the table in front of him, sits down and takes this key out and plunges it into his chest. And essentially immolates himself and his entire house. What a way to start a show. Uh, It took a long time for any of that to make sense to me. I did did not understand why he would do that. 
Uh, I could understand, you know, okay. burning down the house or getting rid of evidence or doing this or doing that, but why immolate himself? And that makes much more sense towards the end. It, in a way it does, but also, like, the only thing she told him was that Randall Locke was dead. Like, dude could have been hit by a bus. It was a little extreme. Like, he should have... <laughs> I don't know. Like, it well, seems it still seems extreme. I think... I think later on in that scene where they, they embellish a little bit more on that scene, I think he does ask how, and I think she just says, you know how, or or you know why. Yeah, but she doesn't even know why at that point. That's true. So, I mean, hey, maybe she just caused her own friend's death for no reason. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Um, so, with that being said, uh, the Locke family... Are, are they moved back to their father's ancestral home in Massachusetts and it's a place called Key House hence Lock and Key uh, and everybody seems very sympathetic and very like helpful towards them which I thought was weird like I, I guess these this family is a big deal I don't know it's just like, or either that or like, they don't get big news in this small ass town because they're just like, oh, your dad died. Let me, let's give you everything you want. Make sure that everything's fine. Um, but pretty soon into the show, the the youngest kid, Bodie, uh, starts hearing a voice down in the well, out in the well house. Now this is like an old ass fucking type, the old timey house, like like. Huge, huge yard, lots of land, and he starts hearing a voice down in the well, and the voice is he, you know, he calls her Echo, and she just starts telling him about these keys, and that he's just got to listen for them, and should he find any to bring them back to her. Um, and lo and behold, because Bodhi is the one spending most of the time in the house, he does start hearing whispers, and that leads him to finding these odd-shaped magical keys. Now, I will preface this, because it, it, this was this was kind of a contention point for me. Like, I, it took me a little while to understand this part. If you are an adult... And you witness magic. You almost instantly forget it. If you are mm -hmm. a child. Who has witnessed magic. You can retain that knowledge. Unless you are Uncle Duncan. A.K.A. Iceman's brother. Then you have a bunch of your memories taken from you and planted in jars. Yeah. Oh, well, I think the jars were just like that's what his memories were. Yeah. Like how hers were candy boxes. I think they just took mason jars out of his head. Like if they had buried her, took her memories, they would have all been candy boxes buried right. in the garden. Yeah. <clears throat> now, right off the bat, Devin, can you do you off the top of your head, are there any like glaring differences between the graphic novel and the show?
You're muted. Didn't realize I was muted, but it's okay. Uh, the biggest difference that I can like off recall off the top of my head, I, I, I there's I know there's a couple, but the biggest difference off the top of my head um, is mainly the tone. The tone of the comics or the graphic novels are definitely much more dark, like more darker, um, and like the show is kind of like a young adult show, like kind of like a YA. Like you could probably be a thirteen-year-old kid and like watch the show and it'd be like, well, "This is kind of spooky," but like it's kind of like, "Are you afraid of the dark level?" But like, a little bit more, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can it's see that. Crazy bad. Where the graphic novel is definitely more along the lines of maybe like. Like to give you like a comparison, like like an Are You Afraid of the Dark to like a Walking Dead? That's like how different it is, if that makes sense. Okay, so it's a little bit more gritty. Gritty and darker and just more overall, like one of the like to tie in with that. And like in the show the mom's a recovering alcoholic. In the in the book she's like she's still an alcoholic. Um and pretty much just an absentee parent. Um because of that. Um, I know the uncle plays a little bit more of a bigger part, um, in, in the graphic novel. Um, Man, I'm not going to lie. I hope come season two, the uncle somehow manages to get his memories back and remember stuff. Cause I think that's such a shitty situation for somebody to take your memories and hide them from you. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and I mean, because like I had a theory on his memories. The the biggest thing is that there's, uh, like in the com again. I think in the show we only see twelve keys. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like twelve. Yeah, ten. I think there's like nine, nine or ten. Yeah, in the or like we know of twelve keys. I I know in the graphic novel there's there's like a couple of dozen keys. Yeah, well, according to the list that I have pulled up, which I was going to go over in a little bit, there are 30 keys. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of keys. Yeah. And, like, some... You cut out some of them what? I don't know if we're losing Devin here. We may have audio issues. Well, that's what I said, though. If there's two more seasons, those come up in those other seasons. They, they might. Yeah, they might. Can you hear me? No, I was saying um, they might come up. But I'm saying I know for a fact, like two of the keys that we did see in the show were made just for the show. Um, Which like they don't, one? they don't, the matchstick key and the mirror key. Really? Yep. Because they're on. They're on the list, they're but on they're on the list, and they're not mentioned as to being created just for the show. The only thing that shows on the list that that references the show is that the plant key. So there was a so changed. the so the so those keys got added in. The magic key got added in because they did another. There's multiple um, like runs of lock and key. So after the show came out. Uh, another run came out in August 26th of 2020, and they made those keys comic canon. But before when the show first came out, those keys were not canon within the comic world. They were made for the show and then added into the canon later, okay. which is fine. I'm just saying those keys, that key, the matchstick key for sure wasn't that. The matchstick key first appeared in the Golden Age 5. 
comic or um, Golden Age 5, uh, Lock and Key, Impaled Battalions Go, number one, um, which is the fifth issue of the Golden Age series. Um, and yeah, that's where that first appeared at, which came out on August 26th of 2020. And then the, the Magic Key and the Mirror Key. Mirror Key? Same came out in the same issue, the same. So yeah, so those keys were made officially comic canon in August twenty sixth of twenty twenty. So like six months after the show came out. Now, when did the show actually release? February of twenty twenty. Oh, all right. It was a pilot for it originally back in twenty eleven, but it didn't get picked up. All right. And it was Miranda Otto playing. Um, Nina, Jesse, Jesse McCartney playing Tyler. That's what, funny. What does that name sound familiar? Oh. Uh, he was a singer. He was a singer, kind of like a, not a boy band, but like a, he was like a hmm. knockoff Justin Bieber back in like the early 2000s, late 90s. All right. And he voices Robin in Young Justice. Gotcha. Alright, so those were really the only glaring differences between... There's a couple of more, but I mean, like, those are the, the ones that really kind of matter. It wasn't, like, a huge... Like I said, they weren't huge differences. They don't change the show completely, but I now, mean, it, it is it, a little bit of a different thing. It's enough co- of a difference where if you read the comics, you would you would still, like... You would gain by not, like... You would gain by watching the show. You would gain by just reading the comics. That now, in the comic... It does the. I'm going to keep referencing her as the demon. Does the demon take on the the female form as well, like she does in the show? Ah, uh, I'm pretty sure she does. Let me hold on. Actually, let me see. Let me check. I can tell you one second. Um, well, I know the identity key wasn't featured in the comics because it, it's a combination of the gender and the skin key, but I'm pretty sure that she still appears as a a gender switch. Pretty sure. Okay. It's been, it's been a while since I've read, I've read any of those books. Oh, maybe I'll have to pick them up and read them. Uh, all right, Rob, why don't you... Tell a little bit more about lock and key. Like, so Brody ends up finding one of these keys in the in his sister's bracelet. Yeah, uh, figures out what it does. Um, but yeah, why don't you why don't you take it away from there? Like, I know he tries to explain it to his sister, but his yeah, sister wants yeah. to go somewhere that doesn't have a door. Yeah, that's a he he uses it to get the ice cream parlor. Well, because the the what he calls the well lady later, Echo tells him that there's a key with five interlocked rings that can take him anywhere that he can imagine. So he finds it inside his sister's bracelet in her room. It was built like built into the bracelet. So he tears the bracelet apart with, <laughs> to get the key out, 
and he uses it to get the ice cream shop in town. And then he gets ice cream, and the guy says, that'll be $5. And he's like, I'll be right back. And then he goes out the door and back into her bedroom. Uh, and then when he takes the key out, the door just leads to the closet again. So the, she comes in, and she freaks out about her bracelet being destroyed. And he's like, uh, I found this key in it. It could take you anywhere. And she says, well, take me to the Eiffel Tower then. So he tries it. And when he opens the door, it's still just the closet. So then she gets pissed and she throws him out. Uh, so he goes back to the well lady and says that, you know, the key didn't work. Blah, blah, blah. And he found another key in the meantime. I don't remember where he found the... He found the mirror key in the meantime. And I don't remember where he found it, though. But he uh, he goes and he complains to the Echo about how the key didn't work the second time. And she says that, you know, I've never seen a door on the Eiffel Tower, have you? She's like, wherever you go, it has to have a door for you to pass through. So then so then that's how he realizes it works. And he says that he found this other key, but he doesn't know what it does. And she says that he should show it to his mom, which he does. And that one turns out to be the mirror prison. So like your reflection entices you to come into the mirror. And then when you step into it, you get lost because it's, there's mirrors everywhere. Like, And you can't find your way back out. Uh, so his mom gets trapped in there. He goes to her and says that the mom's trapped. And she says, oh, well, you know, I can get her out. Just give me the other key. So he gives her the anywhere key and she's like, bye. And it just leaves. Uh, so then in the meantime, the brother and sister get home and he shows them how the mirror key works, which they're both like skeptical at first. But he hands the key to the brother and the brother's reflection does the same thing that the mom's did where it like beckons him to come into the mirror. And he starts to go, but the other two grab him. <clears throat> so then they end up tying a rope to him and send him in to bring the mom back out. So when the mom gets back out, she almost immediately forgets all about the mirror and being inside, which is when they figure out that adults can't remember magic <clears throat> because she basically passes it off. And she's like, oh, the mirror, is it dirty? We, do you want me to clean it <laughs> or whatever? <laughs> so they're just, they're just like, what are you talking about? <clears throat> um, so, yeah. So that's how they get the first two keys. And the, I mean, you don't know this at the time, but the only way for the Echo to get out of the well house was with the Anywhere key. So that's why she needed it, because basically she was dead. And somebody there's this thing called the Echo key that can bring people back, but they're only an Echo. So if they leave the well house to the well house door, they basically disappear forever. Uh, but with the Anywhere key, she didn't have to leave through the well house door. She left through the closet door into a different spot so uh so that's why she was trapped in there and why she needed that key to escape okay now i also just wanted to look it up just doing a little bit of fact finding here uh the eiffel tower does technically have a door in it well she said the top of the eiffel tower is there a door at the top uh well there is a there is an apartment in the Eiffel Tower, that was that was built by the creator, where he would host guests. Um, hmm. As to if it's on the first little branch of the Eiffel Tower, or at the very very top, I do not know. Oh, it does it appears to be at the top of the Eiffel Tower? No. Nope. Glaring uh, mistake there, then I guess. So that should that key should have worked. Let's throw that out there. Um. Uh, 
What's the next key that they find? Uh, the head key? It must be the head key, yeah. Now, I, I don't remember where they find these keys. I know the Anywhere key was in the bracelet. Yeah, I can't remember where he found the mirror key. Or the head key. I know that the ghost key was in the pocket of the painting of the of the original guy. Yeah. And I know the mu- the music box key was in the piano strings. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, the one of them was in the the garbage disposal because remember we thought he was gonna get his hand chopped oh, off. Oh yeah. That that must have been the head key, maybe. Let's see. Maybe this will tell me the location of the keys. Well, I know the stupid freaking shadow key was on the freaking key ring, which is not a very good hiding spot. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's see. The mirror key. was the one found in the garbage disposal. Okay. And then the head key, which we feel is next. I like how this does not tell me. It just tells me that Bodhi found it. Bodhi found most mm-hmm. of the keys. Uh, head key. Yeah, this just tells me what the thing does, which we already... Well, I know that was one of the keys, like, I'm not sure where he found it, because that was one of the ones that they had t- kept. And Aaron had kept that one, and somehow she got trapped in her own mind. Though I'm assuming someone came along while she was in the, in her mind, and took the key out of her neck, and that's what trapped her inside. But they never, never specifically say. Oh yeah, that I, I forgot about that. That is again like leading into the darker tone. Oh, I forgot in the comics the head key. When you use the head key, their head literally opens, and you can look into their head and their thoughts like a fishbowl. Like you're like looking. Their head actually like splits open, and you can look inside. It's oh, freaking... yeah, you see like their thoughts and stuff that way. Um, yeah, yeah. That was the big. That was the. I remember that was the biggest complaint about the show was it was built like a. It was advertised as a horror series, but it, it came off more like a young adult, like mystery kind of series. Mm-hmm. But that's it's all good. Um, you want to know where the head key was found? Yeah, I, I cannot for the life of me find it. All it says is that Randall Locke threw the head key into the keyhouse fountain, but decades later it was rediscovered by his son Bodhi. I don't remember him finding a key in the fountain, though. Oh, 
or did he? I don't. I don't. I don't even know what fountain they're referring to. Hmm. Oh well, we don't have to spend too much time on it, I guess. But, um. So yeah, in the show, which I don't understand. Like Bodhi, I get he's curious, and I mean, I suppose. I mean, I don't know if I would try it, but like, some of these keys like leave his body very like. undefended, I guess. Um, like, especially, like, the, the ghost key. Like, when he passes through the doorway, like, his body just collapses and he looks dead. And, oh, yeah. They thought, he, they thought he was dead at first when he, do, he did it. Yeah. Um, but, like, so Bodhi mm -hmm. sits there when he has the head key and he holds it up to the back of his neck and he inserts it into his own head. And, like, without knowing what it's going to do... Uh, but it creates like a toy chest uh, in his room. And he then appears standing next to it, looking at himself with the key in the back of his neck, unmoving. Uh, he eventually brings his... And other people will see this as well. They'll see the person standing next to the door. Um, whatever the doorway happens to be. Uh, so that Bodhi brings his siblings into his mind, and it's like a Pee-wee's funhouse down there. Um, and he sees, like, I think he called it his glee. His glee was just bouncing around, like, jumping for joy and on a trampoline and stuff. And Bodhi was telling them, yeah, you know, your emotions manifest here, I guess. And yeah, like Kinsey took into hers and like she had like this crazy ass monster with long ass fingernails. It reminded me of like the witch from Left for Dead. And uh she ends up like somehow it doesn't show, but she somehow lures it into a a bag or beats it into submission and then throws it in a bag. Uh and then like drags it out of her head. And carries it out into the woods, stabs it a bunch of times, and then buries it. Mm -hmm. And then I was just, I'm like, when we're watching this, like, my eyes were wide, my mouth was just dropped. And I'm just, like, looking at Rob, and I was like, that was fucking brutal. And he's just like, yeah, don't worry. I don't think it did the job. <laughs> and it doesn't. It come back. It came back several times. Um, but... I mean, that would raise a whole new level of questions. Because, like, oh, okay, so, like... Hold on, hold on. Didn't, didn't Bodhi find the key in the vacuum cleaner? The oh, key? yes. Yeah, that's right. That is right. Yeah, he found it in the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, because I kept saying later on when the mom was using the vacuum, I was like, it. Ma, that vacuum doesn't have a vacuum bag anymore. Yeah, <laughs> then, he, then he kept um, trying it in different fucking keys around the house, and eventually... Held it up to the back of his neck and realized that. No, well, for. he he went to the the local locksmith and asked him if he had any keys like it, and the locksmith was rummaging around looking for you know a jar of keys, and Bodie saw the little lock hole show up on the back of the locksmith's neck 
Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, he, he tried to, it later. He, oh. he went to go try it, but the locksmith turned around too fast and then just gave him a jar of keys because <sighs> he was trying to set the bear trap for the demon lady. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like reading some of these because I was trying to find where the head key came from. Devin's right. Like, the freaking comic is way darker because, like, we see Aaron and she's trapped inside her own mind and she's, like, still in there. This says that originally Aaron became catatonic because the demon memories out of her head and threw them around the drowning caves. Jesus. Okay. So, the big differences in the call. We're going to have to go pick up the comic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, removing oh. fear from your head now, like Kinsey did. That is all fine and good, and it tended it, it, it worked out for her, I guess, the ish. best way that it could have. Ish, it yeah, worked ish. out for her. Ish. But, like, the thing is, is, like, the fear everyone has fear, like, it, it, if, it, fear, fear is a, a important emotional response, yeah, yes. it, 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 it keeps you in check from doing something. It, directly Shoot. that and also directly activate your fight or flight yeah um, yeah i mean it, it is a, an essential mechanism so, like i wouldn't be going around in my head like just removing removing things yeah no now tyler on the other hand he had a thought and he used the head key because he heard that the girl that he liked liked you know knew a lot about English history or you know British history, so when he went and got a history book, opened he didn't want anyone rummaging around in his head. By the way, at this point, so he like just barely opened the door, threw the book in, and shut the door, and he instantly retained all of the knowledge that was in that book. So, this is going to bring me to my theory question now, Devin. I have for you. I've posed it to Rob. Rob, I mean, he, for the most part, I, I, I guess I, I think you ended up agreeing that that might work. Um, now, the uncle's memories, Devin. So mm-hmm. they found the uncle's memories in mason jars out in the garden when they found the plant key. And then they put them all in a bag. And then they tried showing them to his uncle. The uncle ended up getting a migraine and then instantly forgot what he was looking at when they put him away. Um, if they used, do you feel like if they used the mind key on the uncle, opened up the door to his head and just started hucking all these memory jars into his mind hole and then shut the door that he would be able to retain his memories that way? For sure. Okay. I just don't understand why the kids didn't do that then. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like, because uh, I was reading about how I said that they th- that in the comic they threw Aaron's memories around the cave, and that's why she's catatonic. It says later that the kids gathered all her memories from the cave and put them back inside her head and returned her sanity. <clears throat> I just don't understand why they don't do it for their uncle. Hmm. All right. I definitely think Tyler used it the right way. And I mean, they both used it, like all of them used it, for, you know, uh, in the right way also to be able to go into your head and look at your own past memories. I mean, that's that's essentially one of the main uses for the head key. Um, 
But I think Tyler found a much more useful way to use the head key than Kinsey did. Like, Kinsey's just like, I'm going to remove fear and let it loose on the world and whatever. And Tyler's like, I'm going to learn about all this shit to hopefully get this girl to like me. <sighs> um, completely out of reference, the well lady slash demon is a whore for the Locke family. <laughs> yep. Um, she she made she makes out with both Kinsey and Tyler uh, at at points without them knowing who who she is. She out out sleeps with Tyler. Yep. And then now she's currently posing as Kinsey's boyfriend. Yep. So. <laughs> so after the head key, I I want to say the next key he finds is the ghost key. He flies around to his ghost. He's able to talk to one of the other locks who died and was buried on the on the grounds. Uh, when he asks about his dad, uh, we find out that since his dad did not die on the lock grounds, um, that he is not he he cannot show up as a ghost there. Only people who have died on the grounds can show up. Um. I'm still waiting for one of them, like Bodie, to go use the ghost key again and see the fucking Sam dude floating around. That was nuts. What a way to go. Um, so let's see. That's the ghost key. What came after the ghost key? The music key? Found in I the piano. So. Uh, Kinsey was the one in charge of using that one. It essentially worked with a music box, and as long as the music box... Now, in the comics, it says as long as the person that you're trying to command can hear the music, it will work. The show was a little less vague, you know, a little bit more vague on that, because uh, I don't think the person that they commanded around at first in the school could hear the music. But as long as the music is playing on the music box, you can say someone's name, give them a command, they have to follow it. It's essentially mind control. Um, she uses it to get back at a bully in school, which later on, her fear also scratches the bully and tries to beat that bully's ass. Um, and then they become best friends. So... Um, Music box key. What was next? I don't know now. Anywhere key. Echo key. Ghost key. Head key. The identity key. Matchstick. Bodhi finds the mending key, but doesn't realize what it goes to or how it works. The mirror key, the music box key. Yeah, then... Then, then there's like a little stint where they don't find keys. Uh, because the only two keys left in the show are the Omega Key, which you find out is the one that the demon is looking for, 
and then the mm -hmm. shadow key. Um, yeah. The, the mom... key works. Okay. What's that? Right. I was going to say, tell where the Omega key was hidden, but oh. no, go ahead. Uh, so the mom kind of stumbles upon how to use the mending cabinet, and she kind of figures something else out because she falls off the wagon twice. <laughs> and when she does, she gets pretty ridiculously drunk, and then she starts remembering her time in the mirror key, or in the mirror prison. So she starts getting her memories back of seeing magic and stuff, and she ends up she accidentally breaks this mug that Randall had gotten her. Um, this was a pretty funny scene, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and so she put it. Oh yeah, she so she put it in the cabinet and she locked it away so her kids didn't see it. And then she went. And she did something else, and then she came. She went and got glue, came back, opened up the cabinet, and the mug was fixed. And then she explains it to her daughter. Her daughter's like, Ma, I, I believe you. You know, I don't think you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. So she immediately goes and gets this stuffed animal that was partially torn, puts it in the cabinet, locks it, opens it back up. The stuffed animal is perfectly fine. It's all, it's all fixed. And the mother's astonished. She, 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 you know, so for the next five minutes, there's like a small little montage of like, Kinsey goes off and starts talking to Tyler and there's a small montage of the mother just going through the house. She like rips up pages of a book and tears like a book apart, puts it in the cabinet, fixes it. She starts looking around for other things that she can break and shove in this cabinet. Um, and when this was happening, I looked at Rob. I was like, I'm not going to lie. I would do the exact same thing and I would even make like the little abracadabra hand gestures right before she opened up the cabinet. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like the, the mending cabinet I think is a super cool item in the house. Um, can it be good? Like offensively against the demon? Probably not. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe, but, uh, yeah. And eventually, I think she tries to grab the ashes, right? And she's going to try to put the ashes in the mending cabinet to see if that would work. Yeah. Um, but And at first, she thinks it does because Tyler walked through the house in the dad's jacket. Yeah. Um, and then I think I missed a little bit of a little part, like just a small bit of dialogue or something. But something happens when she opens it up and the the vase with the ashes falls and scatters on the ground. And Tyler tells her, listen, I'll take care of this. You know, you go upstairs, don't worry about it. And Tyler starts, you know, cleaning up his dad's ashes on the floor or whatever. And he finds the Omega key in the dad's ashes. Uh, we find out later on that Randall to hide the Omega key. Cause so the whole time you see pictures of Randall and his friends from back in the day, um, some of which are dead now, some of which are still alive. Like Ellie was there. She's one of them. Um, so they're the ones who summoned this demon or, or brought this demon, allowed this demon into this plane of reality. Um, so then they ended up locking it in the well and divvying up the keys 
Uh, I think Randall took two. Ellie took one. One of the other girls took two. And then the guy from the beginning took the matchstick key. And then he hid all the other keys in Key House. He was the most trustworthy out of all of them. And so they put him in charge to go and hide the keys. Um, and that's where we find out that's why he immolated himself was because if the demon was loose, he didn't want to risk her being able to extract that information from him. So he just offed himself, knowing that he had all the knowledge of where all the different keys were hidden. Um, but the reason that the Omega key was in the vase with the ashes is because Randall used the head key and tossed the Omega key in his mind. And mm -hmm. poof, it was gone. <laughs> uh, until, obviously, he got cremated. Then it just kind of materialized out of his head, I guess. Um, I think it was kind of dumb. If I'm not... If I'm, if I'm, as long as I'm not remembering this incorrectly, when the demon came looking for them, like, at the lock house, or at the key house... Didn't Tyler just hide the Omega key in the mending cabinet? Yeah. He was like, it's in the safest place in the house. I don't feel like Apparently that would have been the, the safest cabinet. place, though. <laughs> Probably uh, not. I don't know. Because, like, where'd he hide the mending key? He just kept it on him? I guess he was banking on the fact that the demon just wouldn't have an interest in a mending cabinet. But... I don't know. Uh, so, Rob, why don't you, what else happened on this show? There's so much that happened in this show in 10 episodes. We start getting into the nitty-gritty here. Like, we find the purple, like, the bluish door, the black door down in the fucking caves. Yep. That has the Omega symbol on it, so that's the, obviously, you need the Omega key to open that door. And we know because the demon is looking for that key so badly that that's like the door to her place where she came from. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's the whole thing at school with the, the people doing the, the horror movie. Um, Kinsey makes some friends and they're doing like this horror that's all movie, funny. which she freaks out. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's where she runs into to Dodge's other form. That's the guy that's playing the the lobster monster, which we don't know until the very last episode. Devin, uh, yes, is Rufus in the comics? Rufus. Rufus is the is Ellie's um, like adopted son, like the really tall, the one who works on the grounds at Key House. And he's quote unquote. I don't know how to put this without people giving me shit. I get shit for everything I say on Simply Unprofessional now. Yeah, uh, yes, he's, yes. He's, he's a, yeah, he's in the comics. He's simple. He's he's in the comics. Yes. Okay. Is he special? Like, the is there something special. about him? Uh, in the comic, I don't believe so. Damn it. Come on. 
Yeah, he asked me that too, and I was like, no, he's just a regular kid. I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not. I'm, yeah, I'm almost 90% certain he's not. That's. That saddens me. Although technically they murdered his mother. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't know that. I mean, they don't know that either. They'll find out eventually. Hmm. They'd be like, oh shit, we threw Ellie in there? What? I mean, no, I mean, the only thing special that happens with him in the comics is he winds up living with the locks. But other than that, that's about it. Well, alright. I had a theory based off of another uh, key that Rob had proposed, and I was just like, I like it. I like <laughs> that theory. Oh, yeah, I forgot what I had said. When he was telling me about the other keys, I was like, hey, maybe that's the thing. So real quick spoiler, I don't think we're going to go through all the different keys, but real quick spoiler, Devin, I don't know if this key shows up in the comics. There's an apparently an animal key where when you use it on a doorway or whatever and you walk through the doorway, a person can become an animal. Um, it Yeah, there's an animal key. It is not, dis, it is not distinguished or whatever as to if the person gets to choose what kind of animal or if it's just tied with whatever like their quote unquote spirit animal would be. But then it also says that if an animal walks the opposite way through the door, they would become a person. Yes, there is an animal key. Um, Cause Rob's theory was that so Rufus was a, an be, animal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, because yeah, Ellie said that she away. had adopted him, and I mean, and so there's the, al- there's the alpha key, there's the angel key, name. there's an animal key, there's an anywhere key, there's a bitey key or a grindhouse key, there's a chain key, an echo key, an enigma key, a, a ginger key, a yeah. ghost key, a giant key, a harlequin key, a head key, a hell key, um, Hercules key, an identity key, an IDW key. Well, IDW key I think is from IDW comics. Uh, yes, it was made for IDW specifically, not important. Um, there is an IDW key, and it just summons characters from the IDW comic universe. Uh, there's a keyhouse key, there's a key to the moon, matchstick key, mending key. So, the keys that are keys that are so here. Um, so page I'm looking at keys with a keys that only appear in the Netflix show and do not have any crossover into the comics. The only one that, that is still currently true for is the identity key. The identity key does not appear anywhere in the comics. It only appears in the... Well, they said the identity key was a matchup of the... It's a it combination has... of the gender key and the... Skin. Um, um, the skin key, yeah. Because it has key, the yeah. same symbol as the skin key. Yeah, it, yeah, it's the it's a matchup of those two specifically. But I think they changed the skin key because what the skin key does in the comic book is... I believe when it like does its change, it's more graphic, so they just made it into that. And yeah, and the gender key. Well, see our our theory that like Rob said that I that I actually thought could be viable, and I didn't know if this was touched upon in the comics at all, was that Rufus was like an animal, and he walked through the door when somebody was trying to use the animal key, and he, he turned into Rufus. And then Ellie adopted him or did whatever. Yeah, no, he's just he's just a boy with an undiagnosed, an un, damn un, it, uh, mental illness. 
there goes our theory. So, yeah. Um, there's a squirrel key that allows... I know, I want that one. Squirrels. Um, but yeah, so keys that were originally created for the Netflix series but were later integrated. You have the matchstick key, the mirror key. The matchstick key and the mirror key are the ones that were integrated. And then... And then keys that were appear in the graphic novels but are redesigned or renamed the Netflix series. You have the thorn, the thorn key. key. The thorn yeah, key. Yep. It became the plant key. Yep. Um. All right. Well, I do think the head key. I mean, the hell key is probably my favorite key. Is your favorite? The hell key. Yeah, yeah it just I makes guess. you the ruler of hell. <laughs> well, no, I like it because it appears in Sandman, and I, I I love fucking Sandman comics. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So moving on, like, so they. Try to devise a plan, figuring that they can lock her if they can get the anywhere key from her. Which I think at this point maybe they already have it, and then somehow get her into the well house again. They can just essentially lock her ass back in the well house. So they figured, okay, we can use the shadow crown to manipulate shadows and force the shadows to force her into the warehouse. So, Ellie goes back to try to get the key, or they find the key, Ellie goes back to get the crown, which they should not have let Ellie take the key. Because Mm -hmm. the whole thing is, which is something that we very much did not talk about, is the demon cannot take a key from a lock. Uh, it has to be given to them by a lock. Uh, now, that is why the demon ends up, you know, convincing Sam to try to go get these keys. Sam Lesser. Um, because he has no problem taking keys from a lock. He is not bound by any of these rules. Um, and if oh. you are, And if you are not a lock and you have a key, the demon can just take it. So, yeah. They should not have allowed Ellie to take the key when she went to go get the crown, but she did. And the demon who was in their third form showing up as Luke, who was the boy that was originally possessed back in the day, that was Ellie's old boyfriend, knocked her out, took the crown, marched in on Key House. There was like a big fight that happened. She made a little switcheroo little deception going on that you don't realize until the very last episode where it kind of just tells you all the little gaps that get filled in. Uh, The kids think that they beat her. The only thing that they can think to do with her is to go down, bring her down into the caves, open up the Omega door, and just huck her ass in. So they do that. All these little bullets start shooting out, which creates Whispering Iron. Uh, which are what the keys are made from. These are demons trying to possess people. Because uh, when a demon passes through that portal into our plane, they turn into the Whispering Iron. Unless they actually make contact with you, then they possess you. Uh, which, I don't know, Edquist. I'm going to have to go back and look, because I was paying pretty close attention when the bullets were flying. I did mm. not see one hit anyone. Yeah. 
I think they added that scene in at the end just to make it like here. Here's a little extra oomph, but I don't remember seeing her get hit when it originally happened. Yeah, well, I did notice that she is standing back when they're trying to shove the door, and then she runs forward to help them close it. So she was in that spot, but I don't know about the yeah. thing. So they end up um, shoving her in through the portal, and she wakes up because she was unconscious. She wakes up right as she's getting sucked in. She grabs a hold of Tyler. Tyler just kind of pulls her off and sends her ass into the portal. Then they shut the door. They think they've won. Uh, they didn't. <laughs> so that's where you realize the last episode, they essentially run through and they show what's his name? Gabe. Yeah, they show Gabe riding on a bicycle. He's about to go meet up with Kinsey, and then they show, you know, they show him changing into the well lady. They show one of the bullets flying through the door and hitting the the blonde haired girl who fucking everybody hates at first. Uh, they show her changing Ellie to make Ellie look like her. That's who they ended up hucking through the door. Uh, and then he ends up meeting with the the newly possessed girl at the diner uh, where she's scarfing down a bunch of food because demons are just very hungry things. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, I was looking up the things about the keys, which I didn't realize this about the identity key, but it makes sense is that you can't use the identity key to change into someone that already exists. So, like, you can't steal someone else's look. Like, because I was thinking about that, I'm like, why didn't Dodge just, like, turn into, like, Kinsey or Tyler to make them confused or whatever? But you can't do it. It has to be someone that doesn't actually exist. All right. Yeah. So that was Lock and Key. Uh... I mean, I really enjoyed it. It probably, it, I don't know, it wasn't like the my most favorite thing that I've watched. I am looking forward to season two. It did keep my interest. I, you can ask Rob, every single episode I watched, I had a million questions and it only left me with more. Yep. Um, so it did keep me uh, hooked in, so to speak. Um... I have theories, have, you know, not at, like the only thing that I've looked up on the Wikipedia, there was two things that were really bothering me that I ended up looking up. Now, I don't care about spoilers for myself, so I don't usually mind looking up and reading ahead on things, but there were only two things that I looked up for this particular show. And that was one, why the dude immolated himself. So I found out that before they showed it on the show, because they don't tell you until like the second to last episode. And it was yeah, really just play. bothering me. Uh, and the other, the other thing that I looked up were how many other keys there were. And then I started reading about the other keys. So I know a bit about the keys and I now, and I knew why the, the dude at the beginning immolated himself before they explained it. Uh, other than that, I know nothing about the story moving forward. And, I think I'm going to try to keep it that way because I like coming up with theories now. Uh, especially having read about some of the other keys and I hope that they uh, implement a lot more of them into the next season. 
So you figure we got like 10 keys, maybe 12 keys this season. If they can give us 10 more next season, um, then they're only going to have a handful left to discover come season three. So uh, I will say I, I am looking forward to somebody trying to use the giant key. <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, so with that, do you guys, Devin, do you have any closing thoughts regarding lock and key? I mean, if you, I recommend you watch it. It's not bad at all. It's fun for the whole family. 10 out of 10, do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you give yeah, it 10 yeah. out of 10, Devin? I give it like a 10 out of 10. 7 point, I give it like a 7.7. 7. <laughs> but yeah. 7 point. Seven five. All right. Okay. I'm glad I could pull your arm on that one. <laughs> Rob, what about you? Uh, I give it a nine, a nine point three. Nine point two nine. Okay. Okay. Nine point three is just a little much. All right. You need to calm down a bit. Uh, I'm going to give it a, uh, 7.77. Lucky sevens. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a good show. Go watch it, everybody. Um, read the comic if, if you're interested in knowing more I, I, I kind of want to go read the graphic novel now just to see what the differences are but I feel like knowing that there's going to be a season 2 for sure and Devin you said that they're already approved for a season 3 I think I kind of want to wait until the show's over before I read the graphic novel so it doesn't ruin anything for me uh, but that way I can see what the main differences are, if that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I feel the same way. Ow. Ow. And honestly, there's so many... Yeah, I cracked my neck. And there's honestly so many, like... It's, like, not still ongoing, but it actually might still be ongoing. There's, like, five or six different runs. So, I mean, and they all pick up and add to the lore and shit. So, it yeah, just... I mean, watch the show once, and once you have enough of it, you can go back and read. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. All right, Rob. Do you have a science corner with Rob? I know. Yet again, my mom had another question for science corner. Yep. Um, so your mom asked about electromagnetic pulses and where they come from. Uh, electromagnets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, like elect. Electricity comes from spinning a magnet inside some kind of metal. So that's how we generate electricity. That's the way that, like, most electric things work. So if you're ever, like, in an apocalypse and need to generate electricity, spin a magnet inside iron or some other kind of magnetic metal uh, really fast. Uh, so that gives off electrical charge. Now, an electromagnetic pulse is usually, like, a buildup of something that causes a minor explosion that will damage anything that's run by electricity. Um, so there's several that um, uh, natural 
occurrences of electromagnetic pulses come from lightning. Um, so lightning can cause it if you, if something is too close. Um, that's a short range one. Um, electrostatic discharge, which is two objects that are electric electrically charged coming close to each other. Um, meteor uh, meteoric EMPs, which is meteors striking like satellites or things in the atmosphere can cause electromagnetic explosions. Um, and uh, something called coronal mass ejection, which is basically the magnetic fields of the sun get tangled up and explode. And the explosions usually are big enough to reach us if we're in their path. I was going to say, isn't is that somewhere like along the same lines as like solar flares, like large solar flares? There's similar uh, solar flares is slightly different, um, but yeah, they would be almost the same type of thing. Um, so the magnetic fields of the Earth and the Sun come from their metal cores that are spinning. Um, so basically, the spinning of the metal inside the star and inside the Earth are what causes the Earth's magnetic field and the Sun's magnetic field. So usually anything like sunbursts or the, the coronal mass ejections, they're mitigated on Earth by our own electromagnetic field. So if that ever failed, we'd be fucked because that protects us from a lot of that junk. Um, but then there are also people-made ones um, that can be um, sometimes just electric motors or gasoline engines can cause them if they're having issues like how gasoline engines use a small electric charge through spark plugs to, to start. Like things like that, if they get too charged, can cause an explosion, which will cause a pulse. Um, sometimes power lines have surges that cause it. Um, and then there's Madden specific man made ones. Um, there's the nuclear electromagnetic pulse, which comes just before a nuclear explosion. So, first the electromagnetic pulse goes out, and then shortly, shortly followed by the nuclear explosion. Um, but they also have non nuclear magnetic weapons, which are an explosive that just shoots out the electromagnetic pulse and not the nuclear stuff afterwards. So if you're trying not to kill a bunch of people, just want to knock out all the electronics in the area, that's the one you'd go with. Yeah. So remember this, folks. Corona mass ejaculations, bad for electronics. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Is that it for Science Corner with Rob? Yes, unless you want to talk about lucid dreaming, or I could hold that for next nah, time. Let's hold that for next time. <laughs> All right, we need a life advice with Devin. I, you know what, Devin? I need a life advice. Do you have personal life advice for me? I need a life advice from my buddy. All right, Webby, well, I mean, you need some life advice? Yeah. If life gives you lemons, squeeze it into a squirt gun and shoot people in the eyes. Yes! <laughs> that is the best advice that anyone could give me. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Uh, Devin gave me the okay to do this. So. All right. Well, with that being said, Devin, where can people find you on the internet, buddy? Sorry, which is I was being interrupted. Where can, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, you guys can find me on the internet at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Mr. D3 at some point. And you can find me on eBay. Uh, buying a bunch of lemons. Nice. Uh, Rob, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Confessor underscore X on Twitch or on Twitter and at Confessor uh, twitch.tv slash Confessor X on Twitch. And soon you'll be able to find me on the Earth plane. Oh, God damn it. 
<laughs> As always, everybody, you guys can find me on Twitter at JaxForestWalker, all one word, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dmwebby, on Instagram at whatever the fuck it is, and on eBay at buying a squirt gun and hanging out with Devin. Uh, until next time, everybody, fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. Burning out. We love you, listeners. I promise I won't squirt. Well, I can't promise it. I'll try not to squirt any of you guys in the eyes with lemons. Lemon juice. <laughs> Looking at you, Kurt. I was going to say, I think Kurt has it coming. <laughs> what, did Kurt, what did Kurt do? <laughs> I don't know. He's just Kurt. What did you I mean, do? fair. Fair, fair. <laughs> fair point. We love you, Kurt.